0: Hello, this is Hilary robertson welcome to the latest episode of harmonious world this time i'm joined by composer matthew puckett whose film soundtrack before i go is out now to accompany the film also called before i go which was directed by eric schaefer matthew's an award-winning composer for many films shown on television Before I Go tells the story of a former songwriter who has lost her way and is searching for new meaning in her life. And this is about her looking back on her life. I hope you enjoy listening to my conversation with Matthew. Hi. Hi. Well, welcome to Harmonious World.
1: Yeah, it's so nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: That's all right. This is this podcast is all about people sharing what they're good at. And this music is beautiful for Before I Go.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate you saying that. Thanks.
0: That's okay. So so tell me how you um, because you've worked with Schaefer before, haven't you?
1: I have. We've done I've done about four, five of his films at this point and uh, and all very different. This is the first one that was just a solo piano. Usually it's something more more involved.
0: Right. Am I right in thinking that you're the pianist? Yes, it's me. (laughs) I I guessed that you were, but you know, it was that kind of it wasn't clear in the press release I got. And I thought I'd better ask.
1: Oh yeah, it is me. Sometimes I have other people play, but I love playing piano myself. So and those are all sort of they sort of all grow from improvisation and I so I I love that very much
0: yeah well, I was I was going to ask you how much was composed and how much was improvised in the studio
1: well all of it I tend when it comes to scoring films I tend to play along with the picture depending on what what the moments are I mean obviously I have a long conversation about what the template's going to be with the with the director beforehand but but I think improvisation is the centerpiece of every all music that I do. It all comes from a place of freedom first, you know.
0: Yeah, and presumably re- your response to both Schaefer's intention, because he both wrote and directed this d- this film, didn't he? He did. So I guess that's that's your starting point. But then you could watch the actual film and and be inspired by what's happening in it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And it's very this film is very much about one character. It's not yeah. about situations as much. It's really about speaking to her, her character, her personality, and her struggle. She's, you know, she's really dealing with some pretty terrible things. Um, so that informed it quite a bit.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm interested to know, do they so you've got one, two, four, six, seven tracks. Do they Play because I haven't seen the film, I'm afraid, but, but that I didn't need to see the film in a way because I know the premise of it, which is it's about this songwriter who's looking back over her life. Yeah, and in a way, your the the tracks I listened to them in order actually, but they sort of convey something of this nostalgia.
1: Yes, absolutely. I kind of thought of it too in a way that perhaps they could be songs without lyrics in a way for, because she was she's a songwriter and she's lost her way and she stopped writing so she's sort of stumbling into she's reluctantly looking at her past and and having to deal directly with with where she is in her life so yes
0: yeah yeah so yeah. Uh, the, I'm 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 interested by the titles So the titles of the tracks, are they yours or were they Schaefer's?
1: They're my titles. I tend to, uh, I don't know how other composers do it. Actually. I I tend to, I can't do numbers because if I, if it's just a number, I can't remember what it is. So I just title things right away that either are uh, part, you know, part of the dialogue, maybe something someone says or what they're doing. So sidewalks, for example, (laughs) she's, she's on the sidewalk. At that point. So that's kind of obvious, I guess. Um, but then other ones are just sort of the impression of what it feels like to me. That way I can remember remember what's what. Right. Otherwise I, I can't keep track. You know, that's only seven pieces. There's there's probably 15 pieces in the actual film.
0: Right. Um one of my favorites is light beams. Oh, and I yeah. think that conveys the idea of light coming down somehow. I don't know how it does it, but it does. There's almost you can see that. It, maybe it's because I knew that that's what it was called, but that definitely comes across.
1: Oh, thanks. Yeah, isn't that amazing with music? I mean, this amazing thing about music is that it's it's this it's it makes you feel and it makes you see things that uh, that aren't there. It's really quite magical in that in that way. It's. Just, and piano for me, it's my favorite instrument. I also play guitar, and and I I was a drummer um, when I was younger. But I find that piano, because of the expansiveness of the instrument, that it can really describe things. It can it can make you, uh, it can put you in the place.
0: So yeah,
1: I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah,
0: That's good. yeah. So yeah. you alluded to. know playing other instruments and things tell me a little bit about your musical background where where were you educated where did you start your love of music
1: um i've always played music from a very very early age uh my parents evidently somebody gave me a set of bongos and i i played them with with uh pencils so i started rhythmically at the age of like really young i think two or three and I had my first kit around five or seven, um, and then after that, I started playing piano. And piano, you know, piano is a percussive instrument, um, so I would just bang on it until I figured out things that that made sense. And my first real teacher was at Diller Quayle in New York City, and she she actually encouraged me to improvise. I didn't really like the learning part of it. I mean, I was young, so most kids struggle with reading music, but, um, but that was, that changed my life because she would improvise. We'd have two pianos and she would play something and then I play something. And, and I think that that's really was really where I started to become a songwriter and composer. Um, and then I had, I went to Berkeley college of music, you know, jumping forward years ahead. Um, but I think my, my real education came just from working with other people and, you know, working on films and TV shows and, and being given parameters and, and, and suggestions and having to figure out how that, that works. That's just the best education. Um, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I studied also with Russell Steinberg out here in, in Los Angeles, who's a conductor um, and composer as well. And I learned probably the most from him because it was at a point that I wanted to learn. So I went to him for composition. And that was not long ago. That was like three or four years ago.
0: Right. There's something, I guess, both confining and liberating about writing for the screen because you've been employed because of your, your skill and your art. But at the, on the other hand, you also have to, comply with what is going on. <laughs> so that must yeah. be quite interesting.
1: It is very interesting because your idea is never the idea that's ultimately going to be against the picture. And it's also not their idea. I mean, you know, you get, you get, the, you get the temp music, with temp music, so they put music in there temporarily from a, usually a very big composer that, um, that they like, that fits. Um, and that sort of st- steers you in the right direction. But what's what I always find so incredible is that I come with one thing and the director comes with something. And then if it's a TV show, there's a number of producers who also come. And then there's this other thing that I never thought I would do or would never plan that forces me outside my comfort zone that, that uh, it usually ends up being pretty good, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, you've won awards, so it must be okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, no, it, it, it's just, it's satisfying, I guess. What I mean is that it fulfills a certain, it. you know, you want it to be the thing that it's supposed to be, and you never know what that is until until you've engaged with the people, right. the other people yeah. on the project. Yeah,
0: yeah. right. right. Yeah. Um, so when was this recorded? I think it's a fair while ago.
1: It was. It was before... The, uh, the end of the world or the or armageddon yeah. time uh yeah. it, it was uh in 2019 right and um and i actually kept you know it's funny cuz i kept writing after i was done with the film because some of it i started some of it with loops i would play a, a small figure uh against the picture just on the on the piano that felt right and then i would play pieces under that and sometimes I would get I get rid of the loop sometimes and just keep the piano but it was so enjoyable to play along with myself like that that I just kept writing so I'm actually going to release another part of it just music that's really just inspired from that essentially because I kept writing through quarantine um so it was a nice way to dive in you know, into this other improvisatory thing. But the film didn't come out until recently. So it was like, I didn't know know if it was ever going to see the light of day. So it's nice that it's out now.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, I think we didn't know what was going to happen, did we, in terms of concerts and live music and cinema and everything. I mean, we were all worried that it was never going to start up again. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. I miss going to see music more than I miss even playing it with other people
0: yeah i've i've just been talking to uh to somebody else actually and saying that there's something about that exchange of energy between audience and performer that we thrive on i think if you are if you have anything to do with music if you're in tune with music <laughs> um you that energy is it it revives you
1: mm-hmm. it does it feeds you It does something. I mean, it's, it's literally vibrations. It's, it affects you. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really amazing. I'm such a fan of music. I love music so much uh, that even when I write it, I step back and I, it just astounds me that it even (laughs) exists sometimes, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I quite often, it, I, I quite often go back to this thought that, you know if you think about Beethoven two hundred and fifty years ago, there were there are only twelve notes. there are you know there are twelve notes I mean there are you know subtones and quarter tones and all of that sort of stuff, but basically there are twelve notes. and yet, every time I listen to a new album or a new track or a new um, live stream or something, it's new. And how how is that possible when there are there are twelve notes, you know? It's like there are only twenty-six letters of the of the alphabet, and yet the potential for the permutations of putting things together is incredible.
1: It's incredible, and the different genres and all the different yeah. from all over the world yeah. that are so 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 very different from jazz to classical to pop to you know whatever whatever it might be. It's just it is it's it's just it's inexplicable and beautiful yeah. so beautiful
0: yeah that's why I'm, I'm always
1: amazed when people say oh I don't you know oh I don't like this kind of music or I don't like that or I really just listen to this I, I don't understand no yeah, <laughs> I just think exactly. it's just it's endless you yeah
0: know? yeah yeah since starting this podcast I've realized that I was always determined that I wasn't going to stick to a particular genre mm-hmm. and I've now realized that it's pretty good that I've done that because there's lots of music that you can't even put in a genre. So I would have missed it. If I'd said I'm only going to do classical music or I'm only going to do jazz or I'm only going to do pop, I would have missed so much that swirls around between all of that, everything.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is. It's good that you're open that way.
0: Well, yeah, I, I, I've always been like that. I've always been, I've always liked listening to different things and, and, and taking inspiration from different places and stuff. So mm-hmm. fantastic. So uh, you alluded to doing some more composition during lockdown, during this awful pandemic that we're still in. Um, what else, how else has the pandemic hit you or, or how, what, what's it brought to your life?
1: Oh, I think that the, 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 the biggest um, realization that I had was that I do not, I don't want to work alone. I, I, uh, I do enjoy working on films and, and these things that are solitary, but, um, but I swore to myself that when this is over, I was going to play out more. And, and I also write uh, musical theater. And what's really wonderful about that is that's a very collaborative uh, art form you're collaborating with not only other musicians but you're collaborating with the director and you're and a, and a cast um, and I've enjoyed that so much because then it's a lot of people so that that was the thing I learned about myself because I I think any composer is introverted to a certain extent or anybody who and even people who play music or write you know write different kinds of music are, um do enjoy being alone and coming up with that but um, and I still will do that, but boy, to be a, to be only only by myself all the time like that, I was like, oh,
0: yeah.
1: I, going forward, this is going to change.
0: So yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So what are the plans for the future then? What have you got So the
1: up? yeah, uh, the next the the EP, it's an EP that that grew out of this uh, this record. Um, I'm going to re- release that in December. Um, it's a four song, or four pieces uh, that are imp- impro- improvisations, um, and I'm also releasing two songs from a musical that I wrote, uh, which is a musical about Albert Einstein.
0: Oh, okay. So those are
1: that, yeah. Those are two I'm squeezing in before the end of the year, um, and then I don't know what what 2022 will hold. Hopefully, we'll all be, you know, going to see shows and. Yeah. Hanging out with each other.
0: Exactly. Let's hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a real pleasure talking to you.
1: Oh, likewise, Hilary. Thank you for inviting me.
0: I really hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with composer and pianist Matthew Puckett. And at the start of this podcast, you heard Light Beams. And now this is the track called Looking Up. As always, please do check out Matthew's music and all the links are in the show notes. If you enjoy listening to Harmonious World, please do share it with your friends and family. You can either do that on social media or by sending the link with a personal message. Please also consider leaving a review on whichever podcast platform you listen on. It really does make a difference. Thank you so much for listening to Harmonious World and I hope you have a wonderful week. Remember to share what you are good at to help make it a more harmonious world.